There's many things that NEF and Transition Network share in common, but one thing, one name that immediately crops to mind is Schumacher, being obviously the, the, a college in Totnes where, um, you know, when transition, uh, transition movement started, if you like, and uh, also the inspiration for a lot of uh, NEF's, NEF's work. So uh, there's a lot of philosophical roots in common. Well, other than the relation, there's a relationship, of course, through me because I sit on the board of Transition Network as well as working at NEF. But there's there's relationship, personal relationships throughout both organisations. What I would like to see is that uh, NEF plays a certain role in in trying to bring about a great transition, and that's to do the policy type work, the speaking to national government, and working with people at that level. And that's entirely complementary and essential for us to work with a grassroots-led organisation like Transition Network that is actually where transition will happen on the ground. That's a really fruitful partnership. And in fact, to move on to the second point, really, one obvious crossover point has been the transition currencies up to this, up, up to now. But the Reconomy Project, it really brings... Uh, a great holistic sort of systemic approach at the community level and at the local level to reimagining and beginning to act, not just reimagine, but to, to, to enact, you know, a new economy within the transition network or inspiring communities through the transition network. And that, that completely dovetails with the work that NEF has been doing over since the beginning, 25 years ago, in trying to promote a form of economics which you can demonstrate in real life in communities on the ground and to recast local economic de development, development away from, you know, a traditional GDP-led inward investment, large companies um, sort of approach that you tend to get in government and instead focusing on untapping the resources that are already in communities and keeping money circulating locally and helping, you know, the local economy to become more, more resilient. That, that's, that's, been, that's been the thrust of a lot of NEF's work. And, and I see the Reconomy Project as an amazing opportunity, really, to see that come to life in, in what is, you know, already in a, a huge and, uh, and, and expanding network whose reach is, is way beyond whatever... NEF's, you know, reach could be by itself. So, no, we're absolutely delighted, really, that some of the tools and experiences that we've learned over that time, uh, you know, hopefully can be useful and are being picked up by the Economy Project uh, and, you know, built on and scaled up and, you know, brought, brought to new communities to use, like the local multiplier three sort of concept and uh, local currencies, of course, um, and, you know, many other ways of, of looking at the local economy, well-being measures, new sorts of indicators. There's just a huge, huge synergy between um, some of the work that we, that we do, uh, that we've been developing at policy and national level and, and down to local level where, where communities can, can take it and, and take it to new places and improve on it. It's very exciting. Ultimately, we are, or at least we masquerade as economists, and that inevitably means trying to measure stuff. <laughs> and a lot of our thrust, the whole way along, really, has been arguing that economics, of course, doesn't... What's that phrase? It, um, uh, 
can measure everything apart from that which is important. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's been very important to come up with ways of measuring our progress that are genuine social and environmental as well as economic indicators. So it's always, I guess, easier to start doing that at national level because that's where the statistics are collected. But what I'm personally beginning to believe, and I think is also sort of in NEF's DNA, is that it's much more likely that you're going to see innovation and change and leadership at local level in terms of government and policymakers um, and even potentially businesses and other and other stakeholders. And perhaps that's because, however, I mean, this isn't meant to be dismissive of, of, of civil servants in Whitehall, who I'm sure are well-meaning and work very hard, but you're quite remote from the real, what it really feels like to face the social and environmental challenges, I think, that communities are facing, and indeed the economic challenges. And so I think there's almost more of a driver of change, more of an imperative for local authorities or the national governments of, of Scotland and Wales, say, as well as local communities themselves, to actually get on and try and do something. Now, the thing about getting on and doing something is it's pretty helpful to measure where you are now and, uh, <laughs> and therefore be able to figure out whether or not you're succeeding. And so translating all of the work we've done on, on measures of well-being, for example, down to, to, to a local level is really an essential part. It's within my own area, of course, but there's the whole question of financial infrastructure as well. Yeah, I guess, I guess another, another area of work at NEF where we see that if you're trying to approach reforming the financial system in terms of how well it serves the nation that we live in, leaving aside the global for a moment, uh, you fairly quickly find that you're not going to make progress on that without re-engineering how that system works at the local level. So what I mean is, in particular, at the UK, in the UK, we have a very, very centralised financial infrastructure. In particularly, looking at the banks, you know, we were dominated by very large banks that are national or international banks, and they have a tendency to suck money out of the regions rather than investing money into them. And this is a serious problem, quite apart from the problem that they also have a tendency to invest in high carbon and um, socially and environmentally destructive projects more than they should, and, uh, and they don't invest half as much as they ought to in those projects that create social and environmental value. So a part of the answer to this is to try and build up much more local financial infrastructure in terms of banks, but maybe starting with credit unions, which is something you can, it's quite difficult to start a bank, but credit unions already exist locally, or community development finance institutions, or indeed, of course, introducing local currencies. And on all of these are important pieces of, of local economic infrastructure that allow communities to regain a bit more control over what investment takes place and into what, and into making sure that there is investment into that local economy rather than the money being sucked out of it to London. It also, of course, it, you know, it greatly improves the resilience of the whole system, which is you know, a, a very important piece in the whole um, uh, thinking of, of the transition movement. In, the, in building that resilience really requires those things that can be done locally to be done locally, which is a huge challenge given how globalised and centralised our economy has become. So, you know, definitely 
perhaps one of the hardest parts, but also one of the most important is to relocalise that financial infrastructure. And that could be one of the, the kind of the joint projects that we shape moving forward is how to best accelerate that or enable that to happen. Yeah, I mean, recently we, we've we've kept having conversations at NEF, which is divided. In, we're quite large. We've got sort of 50 odd people divided into teams that focus on particular areas because it's, you know, it's just the way that you divide things up in some sensible way to get stuff done. But what it does tend to mean is that we can suddenly discover that, for example, the social policy team is working with Cornwall Council personal care budgets at the same time that I'm having a conversation with somebody else at Cornwall Council about a time-based currency. (laughs) And, uh, you know, or Bristol, you know, which is, uh, uh, which which I I sort of think is one of the hotbeds of the new economy. The well-being team are talking to Happy City Bristol at the same time, of course, that Josh and I are, are, are really involved with the Bristol Pound guys in getting yeah. the Bristol Pound. And what we, so many of us at NEF, what we just would love to be able to do and to see happen is to put together all these different pieces of the new economic infrastructure, if you like, that we've been working on for so long and try to bring them all together to happen at the same place at the same time. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and that, that was something we spoke about at our call, wasn't it, when Liz was there, about that, to bring in all your tools and thinking and some of our tools and thinking and see if we can really accelerate the place's progress with those things. And, and it's, it's interesting that that's proved, well, I don't think we've ever done that, and that might seem like a bit of a glaring omission for a, an organisation that essentially is sort of rooted in the idea of localism, but you know, it can't be done by us pushing it out. Mm-hmm. And we're always constrained by the way that our funding works on a piecemeal project by project basis. So it's actually quite hard for us to achieve. Yeah. But it can happen by us being pulled somewhere by, you know, a community, a, a local alliance, a partnership of organisations that want to put all these pieces together from themselves and then, you know, we will all be jumping on the train and coming down and doing it because it would just be fantastic to see how these things work together. Yeah, great. Whatever we do, it needs to be, we need to find a way of doing it in partnership with with Transition Network, but specifically through the guise of the Economy Project.